faculty and stage guests may be seated. Peace be with you. I'm Dr. Kent Gallagher, and I serve as the university provost. Like uh, our freshmen and transfer students, I am new to LCU, and like so many of you, I'm excited for the new year. With all of its opportunity and all of its wonder, I'm pleased to welcome you to Lubbock Christian University's 66th opening chapel. As we do every year, I especially want to recognize our new freshmen and transfer students, students who are joining our community for the first time. So if you are a new freshman or a transfer student, please rise and be recognized. Welcome to our academic community. We will begin this morning with a period of worship and reflection. First, Dr. Philip Camp, professor of music and director of choirs, will lead us in two songs, one being Come Thou, O Mighty King. This song has been sung during our opening chapel service every year since the university's founding as an invitation for God to join us and to be at work among us on this campus during the school year. Following our worship in song, student body president, Brianna Griffiths, will, lead, will read to us from the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 1 through 18. This passage has likewise been read aloud at the beginning of each school year as a reminder of our unity and diversity and of the transforming, transforming work that God alone can accomplish in each of our lives. Dr. Camp. Let's be standing, please, as we worship together. Come, thou almighty King, help us thy name to sing. Help us to praise, Father all-glorious, or all-victorious. Come and reign over us. Ancient of days, come thou incarnate word, good on thy mighty sword, our prayer attend, come and thy people bless, and give thy word success, spirit of on us descend. O Lord our God, to Thee the highest praises be, and evermore Thy sovereign majesty may we in glory see, and to
Be seated, please. All right. I will be reading from Romans 12, 1 through 18. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has done, one body with many members, and these members do not have the same function. So in Christ, though many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts, according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, prayful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, but be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone.
Hubbock Christian University was founded in 1957 by members of the Churches of Christ who came together to establish a Christian university on the South Plains that would prepare and equip students for lives of Christian service. Sixty-six years later, LCU remains a place not just of higher learning, but of transformation. Our mission statement says it well. Lubbock Christian University is a Christ-centered academic community of learners, transforming the hearts, minds, and hands of students for lives of purpose and service. More succinctly, our community transforms our students so that they may join God in the transforming work that he is doing in the world around us. Students, this community is composed of women and men who have dedicated their professional lives to your success. Our faculty here on the stage, our coaches that work with you in our athletic programs, the administrators that help to keep this school running, our dedicated staff members who are seated among you. These people, your people, they will educate you, they will inform your faith, and they will equip you for lives of meaning and purpose. As the chief academic officer, I want you to know that it is that in a very real sense, you represent their life's work. LCU is no ordinary university. In fact, you are part of an academic community that is extraordinary in its dedication to your success. Lubbock Christian is also part of the larger academy. The concept of the academy has its origins in Plato's School of Philosophy, which was founded in 385 BCE in academia, a sanctuary, a sanctuary of Athena, the goddess of wisdom in ancient Greece. From that time to the present age, the academy, the global community of scholars, has sought to define truth and expand the limits of human knowledge and understanding. Students, some of you may participate in the academy only briefly during your college years. Others of you, like the members of our faculty, may devote much of your adult life to the pursuit of knowledge and wisdom. In either case, you are part of an ancient tradition that is both noble and virtuous. I enjoin you to take it seriously and to wring the very most that you can from this experience. The pursuit of knowledge and wisdom is precious. Solomon described it best in Proverbs 4 where he writes, Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. Get wisdom. Though it costs you all you have, get understanding. Cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. Our faculty will be your guides in this pursuit. These women and men have been educated at some of the finest universities in the land, yet they choose to be here at this place, at this time, because they have received a calling to be light and salt in your life. 
They are scholars and expert teachers, and they are prepared to share with you the deep mysteries of their disciplines. However, you need to know and understand that they are not your peers. But the relationships that you build with them have the power to change you and influence your life for the rest of your life. You see, although they are not your peers, they stand ready to become something much more powerful and important in your life. They stand ready to become your mentors. I'm not an alumnus of this university, but I am a product of Christ-centered higher education. And I will tell you that the most important mentors in my life, outside of my personal family, were the men and women that shaped me at a Christ-centered university. Students, I am confident that you will encounter someone on our faculty that God will use to change your life. I'm now going to ask the members of our Council of Deans to introduce their respective faculties. First, Dr. Jeff Carey, Professor of Christian History and Theology, Dean of the Alfred and Patricia Smith College of Biblical Studies. After Dr. Carey, we will hear Dr. Stacy Patty, Professor of Religion and Ethics and Dean of the J.E. and Eileen Hancock College of Liberal Arts and Dean of the Honors College. Next, Dr. Toby Rogers, Professor of Exercise and Sports Science, Dean of the B. Ward Lane College of Professional Studies and Acting Dean of the School of Business. And finally, Dr. David Boyer, Professor of Education and Dean of the School of Education. Dr. Carey. It is my privilege to introduce the faculty from the Alfred and Patricia Smith College of Biblical Studies. Would the faculty from Bible please stand and be recognized? The Hancock College of Liberal Arts welcomes two new faculty members this year. In the Department of Behavioral Sciences, Dr. Josh Ellis, please stand joins us as a visiting professor of psychology and counseling. Welcome. And will the remaining <laughs> will the remaining faculty members in the Department of Behavioral Sciences stand and be recognized? Thank you. In the Department of Communication and Fine Arts, we welcome Professor Lisa Tatum. Please stand. Professor Tatum joins us as visiting professor of music and interim director of bands. Will the remaining faculty members in the Department of Communication and Fine Arts stand and be recognized? Will the faculty members in the Department of Humanities stand and be recognized? The Honors College offers an enhanced interdisciplinary program in the arts and sciences for qualified students across all of the university's colleges and schools. Will the faculty who are teaching in the Honors College this year stand and be recognized? Thank you. It is my privilege to introduce the faculty of the B. Ward Lane College of Professional Studies 
I will begin with a new faculty member. Mr. Craig Allen will serve this year as an assistant professor and program coordinator for the criminal justice program in the Department of Social Work and Criminal Justice. He received his Bachelor's of Arts in Mass Communication and Advertising from Abilene Christian University and his Master's of Science in Criminal Justice from Grand Canyon University. He is currently pursuing his Ph.D. in Criminal Justice from Liberty University. Mr. Allen comes to LCU with over 15 years of experience in various roles of law enforcement, including a patrol officer, sergeant, and crime scene investigator for the Carrollton and Seagaville Police Departments. In addition, he brings a wealth of experience in education, having taught in criminal justice programs at both Friendship High School and, most recently, South Plains College. Please welcome Mr. Craig Allen. I would also like to take the opportunity to congratulate newly minted Dr. Monica Williams, for, her, for successfully defending her doctoral dissertation and completing her Ph.D. in performance psychology from Grand Canyon University. Dr. Williams serves as an assistant professor in the Department of Exercise and Sports Sciences. Congratulations, Dr. Monica Williams. Would the faculty in the Department of Chemistry and Biochemistry please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Exercise and Sports Sciences please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Mathematics please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Natural Sciences please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Nursing please stand and be recognized? Would the faculty in the Department of Social Work and Criminal Justice please stand and be recognized? It is also my privilege to introduce the faculty of the LCU School of Business. Would the faculty in the School of Business please stand and be recognized? It is my privilege to serve with the undergraduate and graduate faculty in the School of Education. Would you please stand and be recognized? And supporting all of our academic programs, we have our faculty that are dedicated in the library. Would our library faculty please stand and be recognized? I have the pleasure this morning of introducing our university president. I have known him longer than most of you have been alive, which makes this dangerous. Uh, I can testify that he is an extraordinary man. Our president is mighty in the word. If you've ever heard him preach, you know it is true. He boldly proclaims the good news of Jesus Christ. He cherishes relationships, 
and pays close attention to whomever God places in his path. And he is serious about our mission as an institution. I am pleased to introduce you this morning the seventh president of Lubbock Christian University, Dr. Scott McDowell. Thank you, Provost Gallagher, and thank you especially today to our esteemed faculty. This is a wonderful day to be at Lubbock Christian University. The flags behind me remind us of our increasingly diverse student body, with 30 foreign countries represented in a national landscape that includes students from Alaska, Washington State, and Oregon, even down front here. Students, I want to emphasize to you, as Dr. Gallagher has already alluded, that part of the intent of a day like today is to present our faculty in their regalia to emphasize the amount of preparation and effort they have expended to be ready to legitimately educate you. These men and women are world-class scholars who've paid a significant price and invested countless hours to be able to stand before you today, and more importantly, to stand before you in the classroom as teachers. And perhaps, as Dr. Gallagher alluded to, they may eventually become mentors, and if you're blessed, they'll even be friends. In a moment like this, it is all right to be, and in fact, you should be appropriately impressed with their preparation and credentials because they have prepared with you in mind. What I, what I hope you'll be most impressed with is their spiritual preparation to invest in you and to help you discover what matters most in life, to help you discover the life that is truly life. The challenge of the pomp and circumstance in a day like today is that if we're not careful, we can get up, caught up in reading our own resumes, reading our own press releases, beginning to put confidence in the credentials and the external things. The Apostle Paul was a scholar, and he knew the challenge of beginning to put confidence in the wrong places. He wrote to the Philippians this way, If someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for righteousness, based on the law, faultless. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. When our faculty are at their best... And helping you to be at your best is when they're bringing their scholarship under the Lordship of Christ. And even gleaning what I know is possible. Supernatural insight into their disciplines for your benefit and for God's glory. Last week in our State of the University meeting, I shared Jesus' challenge to the twelve with our university employees. The context was the feeding of the five thousand. And if you read your Bible carefully, you'll realize that Jesus intended for the 12 to actually feed the 5,000. He said, you give them something to eat. They didn't realize what they could do with, with God's help. And so they, they backed away and had a scarcity mentality. And I challenge our faculty and staff to not miss anything God has in mind for them. And I would lay the ch same challenge before you. Don't miss anything God has in mind for you. 
Give yourself fully to this academic exercise and see what he might do to a life fully surrendered. I love the D.L. Moody quote. I am fully convinced that God will never waste a life that is fully devoted to him. I would agree with that. And so I close my remarks with the prayer that Paul penned in that same Philippian letter that I quoted from or read from a moment ago. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Blessings on your year. So my academic charge to you students is twofold this year. I think equal parts injunction and invitation. I was part of a panel discussion a few years ago that was titled, How to Get the Most Out of Your College Experience. It was designed as part of a freshman welcome week. At one point, the moderator asked, from your experience, what is the biggest obstacle that students must overcome in their freshman year. My fellow panelists said many of the things that are commonly related in these sorts of moments. Time management, homesickness, course pacing, study skills. My reply was different. My career has spanned nearly three decades. In my experience, fear and pride are the two greatest obstacles to your success. We all struggle with these two base emotions. We fear the unknown. We fear failure. We fear people and cultures that are different from our own. We fear being socially outcast. And all too often we allow our fear to control us. What do you suppose happens to the college student who is paralyzed by crippling fear, but who is also too proud to ask for help? Fear and pride are the two greatest obstacles to your success. Students, do not allow fear and pride to stand between you and fulfilling your dreams. Do not allow fear and pride to prevent you from enjoying the life that God alone has planned for you. Now, if this sounds like you, please reach out to your people to your faculty mentors, to your coaches, to your dedicated staff members. Don't let pride stand in the way of conquering fear and receiving every single thing that the Lord has planned for your life. And now an invitation. Either the Bible is true or it is not. Either God is real or he is not. Either Jesus is is the savior of the world, or he is not. And we are people who believe. We believe it's all true. And because we believe, because we believe the Bible, we believe that God is real and that Jesus is the savior, we believe that the gospel is for all. Amen? We believe that God loves all people equally, And fully, amen? We believe that when we stand in glory, 
before the very throne of God, that we will be surrounded by people from every nation and tribe of man. Amen? So because we believe this, we are convicted that LCU should be a very, the very earthly embodiment of what King described as a beloved community. A place where we do not tolerate injustice, where we celebrate diversity and support and care for one another deeply. I invite all of us this year to be intentional in our efforts to form deep and meaningful relationships with people who are different from ourselves. Cross-cultural experiences reveal hidden prejudices. They foster growth and understanding. They change the way we view and define the other. And they help us become a better earthly reflection of the God who made us all. So this is my charge. This year, I enjoin all of us to embrace one another as fellow image bearers of God and to defeat the destructive influences of fear and pride in our lives. And now I invite Dr. Sam Ayers, who serves as the Director of Graduate Education, to pray a blessing over our campus community. Following our prayer, Dr. Philip Camp will return to lead us in the alma mater. Dr. Ayers. Bienvenidos a todos. Welcome, everyone. I've been blessed with two daughters and six grandkids. The youngest is three, Jace Ayers McDonald. And he gets to come over for a sleepover at St. Paul and KK's once a week, sometimes twice. And at the end of the evening, we have the same ritual I had with his mom and his aunt. And that is that we sing my camp songs from the 70s. He knows every one of them. And then we pray. And he has his list of people that he wants to remember. And then as I go to the door, he pauses, even though I know the ritual. He says, say what mommy says. And before I close the door, I say, Jace, remember, you are strong. You are loved. And you matter to me. And he already knows at three that prayer is conversation with our creator. So join me in conversation with God. Lord God, you are awesome. And I thank you for the rain that you've blessed us with. And if you can spare some more, we'll take it. I thank you for this institution, Lubbock Christian University. The faculty, the staff, and the students who are here. It is not by accident that they are here today, this semester. Every one of them is blessed with talents. Some of them know their talents. Some are still discovering their talents. I pray that each one... will utilize their God-given gifts and talents for your glory. We have athletes here, Lord. Soccer, cross-country, volleyball's already started. All of them are practicing. May they practice with intention. May they play hard. May they compete 
in excellence. And may they be injury-free as they represent themselves, their families, and this institution. All of our students are here for learning, to learn content, to learn skills, to prepare themselves for future endeavors. May they approach their classes with an open mind. May they be positive and enthusiastic about the opportunity they have to learn and to apply new knowledge and skills. Lord, may each one know that they are strong. We are going to face obstacles, each one of us. But we've been equipped. May we be encouraged as we face those trials, knowing that we are strong. And each one here is loved, oh, so loved. They are loved by parents, they are loved by siblings, they are loved by brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins. They are loved by faculty, staff, students. But most importantly, as we were reminded in this very room last night by Hiawatha Culver, we are loved by you. And may we all remember that we matter. These students matter to their professors. They matter to their parents. Faculty, staff, and students all matter to you. You know us by name. We know that you are with us, but we ask that we might be mindful of your presence in our lives and may our words, may our actions please you. And I pray that we will seek you, that we will find you, that we will serve you, that we will love you. And ultimately, I pray that each one here will make you smile. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let's be standing, please, as we sing the alma mater together. Hail to our own lava Christian modern pioneers. May his rising blast upon you always through the years. Ties of friendship, love unbounded, colors white and blue. will be true to you. Hail to thee, our alma mater, love a Christian reigns, born to give the light of knowledge set on rolling plains. Learning character citizenship with Christianity.
As Chief Academic Officer, it gives me great pleasure to declare the 66th annual year of this university completely and totally and fully open. All right, you're dismissed.